Welcome to the Breakthrough and Bloom podcast. My name is Kelsey Marks, and I am your host and your Breakthrough BFF. My mission in the world is to help women who are interested in spirituality really, truly understand who they are at the core of their being, guiding them through the process of healing themselves and really honing into what it means to be human. I intend to be an open channel to allow insights to flow in that help you break through to the next level of who you were always meant to be. With these conversations, we're going to shift some perspectives, okay? And we're going to give you a new way to live the life that you live, allowing the opportunity to truly manifest what it is that you desire. So if you're looking to break through to the next level of who you are, to live the life of your dreams, and to gain a deeper understanding of spiritual topics, well, you have come to the right place. And I know we're going to have so much fun together, and I am beyond excited to have these conversations with you. So let's go ahead and get started, shall we? Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode here at the Breakthrough and Bloom podcast. How are you doing? How has your week been? I hope you've been having a really great week so far and getting really excited for the weekend coming up. I hope you're doing something fun and special just for you. Today in this podcast episode, I want to do something a little bit different this episode. Um, I actually want to read something that I had journaled over a year ago. So this was back when my mind was really being bent and blown and introduced to different spiritual concepts. So at this time in my life, I had loved to like write them down, write about them and see if I could like come up with a new way of explaining the concepts that I was trying to learn to see if I could like get something to click in my own head, a little bit of an aha moment of like, okay, this makes more sense now. And for a while, especially at the beginning of my growth and healing journey, journey, stumbling on my words already, but at the beginning of my healing journey, I really loved to journal. Like that was my thing. I was freehanding journaling. I wasn't even like using journaling prompts. I would just like sit down and stream of consciousness journal, which is something that I have been interested in teaching other people because I didn't realize that it's not actually like (laughs) as common for people to do um, that they kind of like struggle when it comes to journaling because they're like what do I even write about but for me I would just like sit down and just like literally write one sentence like I want to write about this and then just like go on a tangent so anyways I, I loved to do stream of consciousness journaling I still do I just don't do it as often now but at the beginning I did it all the time And essentially, I was like allowing myself to become a channel so I could write down different things, either messages for myself or different ways of explaining a concept maybe that I was trying to learn and integrate but wasn't fully understanding either logically or emotionally. Anyways, I I still do it from time to time, but just not as frequent as I used to. So this whole podcast episode came up because I was looking through an old journal that I had because I had just finished another journal. And I'm like one of those people like, I just love to like flip through the pages after I had written on them and look at them like once the journal's full. And then I was like, you know what, let me look at like my older ones. Because I remembered at one point, I had something that was really interesting in there. Couldn't remember what it was, but I just remember there was something interesting in there. And then I decided just to read through my first journal, which is over a year old of 
like when I was writing on it and I did come across something that I thought was really interesting and that's what I'm sharing today. Um, it was funny though to like look back at the journal and just realize how like different I write and talk now. Um, I've definitely gotten much better at my skill of taking like complex spiritual topics and breaking them down using like imagery and metaphors and things like that. So just be you know, patient while listening to this episode today, because some, some of it isn't as like, you know, as much images as you would be used to hearing from me now. But I think the concept is still really good. So that's why I want to share it with you today. Also, I think it's important to keep journals like this too. So you can look back and you can see growth because in my opinion, journaling like this is the best way to see emotional mental and spiritual growth because these aren't things that are really like tangible it's not like growth of money where you can literally see more money in your account or more things happening in your life that you're able to purchase like weight loss is tangible too um building relationships is tangible too but like your your spiritual growth your mental growth your emotional growth it's not as tangible it's not as like quantifiable and I think having a journal whether you do it um every day once a week once a month only on the full moons new moons whatever it is I think having a journal where you do write a little bit about like how you're feeling things you're going through things you're working through questions you have for yourself that you're trying to answer um I think it's just really beautiful to have that journal because you're leaving yourself like a little a little trail a little um just gift and look into the past, basically, um, for you to be able to look at it and reflect and be like, oh my God, that's where I was a year ago. And just feeling like the gratitude and also the motivation to keep going because you're like, wow, a year ago, I was like stuck on this concept or I was working through this and like, I'm so through that now. Like I understand it now, or I've worked through that. And now like, that's so easy to me. And it's, so enlightening to look back and be like wow I was like struggling with that before and now it's like second nature to me and it's crazy but also really fulfilling to like look back and be like wow a year ago I was so different and not in a bad way just like in a way of like wow I really have done a lot of growth and the days that you feel maybe that you're a little bit stagnant or you haven't been growing or changing or doing or being enough I think having a journal just to look back to just reflect and have gratitude for how much you've already grown will really just refill the tank for you and really help you find that, I don't even want to say motivation, just find like the energy to want to continue growing and to have faith that what you're doing is working regardless if it seems like it's fast or not because you can just like look back and literally have proof of like wow I think so differently now I feel so differently now like I've worked through so much and I can continue to work through whatever it is I'm going through now as well and it was just a really unique and beautiful moment of gratitude and perspective for me reading through this just the last the the last year the growth that I've had in the last year alone is like insane it's been a lot and honestly sometimes I forget about it it's hard to remember how you know you were thinking or how you were feeling a year ago because you're not in it anymore like it's not 
it's not like a house that you bought type thing. It, it's different. It's, you know, your emotions and your thoughts. And if you're not experiencing it right then and there, it basically doesn't exist and you kind of forget about it. It's not as tangible. It's not as quantifiable. It's not, you know, the same as like physically where you were a year ago. It's, it's different. You don't have photos of your internal world. You know, there's no photos to show like, oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking that day. And I've been so busy and so focused on this new venture, this new podcast, this new business, learning social media and marketing, which, my God, (laughs) there's so much to it. And social media and marketing is like a beast on its own. Um, But also balancing having a full-time job. Like I have a full-time job. I work in the tech industry. I work in insurance industry. Like it's, it's a lot as well. And I'm, I'm balancing both, you know, I have the full-time job and then I'm also doing this and starting my business and being available for conversations and for helping other people grow. And I just had this really beautiful moment of realizing that I'm in this beautiful space in between both worlds of learning how to manage it, because that's where we all are, right? We're all on earth doing these earthly things like working and having to deal with things that are happening around us, but also we all are spiritual beings. So we're like in, we're in the space where we're able to dip our toes into both worlds and figuring out how to balance both is key and really, really important. And it's something that I'm experiencing right now as well and something that I'm going to be sharing how I've balanced it and gotten through it and I've been doing a lot better at it still a work in progress we're still working on it but you know having this journal has helped me realize how much better I have gotten at balancing it and even though I've been so busy and focused and been getting a little bit frustrated lately about the fact that like I'm not a pro at social media and marketing right now Um, this gave me a lot of perspective to just be like, Hey, slow down for a minute. Like look back at where you were a year ago and that growth is insane. And if that growth in that year has happened, what is the next year going to look like for you? You know, like we could be in a totally different place. Maybe I don't even have that nine to five job anymore. Who knows? I could be doing podcasting full time. I could be doing coaching full time. I could be doing retreats full time. Like it just gave me so much just like uh, a breath, like (laughs) weight off my shoulder, feeling like I had to get things done now because I had this, I just took a minute to look back and be like, wow, so much has changed then. And like things that I had written in my journal for plans that I wanted to do, I didn't even do. And I'm glad I didn't do because when I look back at them now, I'm like, "Eh, I'm not crazy about that. (laughs) I'm not crazy about that. And like when I wrote it, I thought it was like five stars. Amazing. And, you know, um, just a reminder to not be so hard on myself. And I think having a journal will be something you could look back at in a time when you're feeling kind of hard on yourself or stressed or feeling that you need to be somewhere or do something and having this journal to like look back and reflect and be like, you know what, like so much has happened already and has brought me on a path that I didn't think I would be on and I wouldn't have changed it any other way. So like take a deep breath and allow the path to unfold in front of you again and journal on it now so then you can look back again in a year and just be like so proud of yourself and the things that you had already done and you know this moment of looking back and reading through this journal it's just really let me see so much of my growth and I wanted to share you know and you know there's parts of this journal 
where I want to cringe a little bit (laughs) at the stuff that I wrote, but then I'm like, you know what? No, like I was at a beautiful stage. I was just starting. I didn't know what I know now. And even through the paper, I could see where like feel the fear, feel the like suppression of my voice in the journal entries I had written. Um, but it was really cool too, to look back and like, see that the little crack in the foundation was like breaking there, like the start of where I began to allow more truth to come out, more of my authentic self to be expressed. Um, it was just like this slow, like cracking open of an egg that I could read through this journal. Um, Anywho, with this, <laughs> take what resonates, leave what doesn't as always, and then just keep in mind that I had written a little bit differently than I do and how I speak now. Um, not with as much imagery, which I have realized makes it a lot easier for concepts to kind of like click into place. Um, but I think the message that you need to hear is going to be here for you regardless. Um, so this journal entry, I had written about unconditional love and I had written it about I would say like a year and a half over, definitely over a year ago. Um, So here we go. My journal entry. (laughs) So unconditional love of self is most important. It is the foundation of love. To unconditionally love yourself automatically means to unconditionally love others. For we are one. You cannot unconditionally love others until you do so for yourself. This is why self-love is so pivotal. The world, your interactions, and experiences are merely a reflection of how you feel towards yourself. Your average emotion is equal to your vibration, and your vibration is what dictates what manifests in your reality. Your thoughts influence your emotions, which in turn influence your vibration. This is why it is massively important to become consciously aware of the thoughts and feelings that are happening within you on a conscious and subconscious level. On earth, we have a delay between when we experience emotions and when something manifests. This is, of course, by divine design. It's to teach us about conscious creation. If we had things manifest instantly, think about all the crazy shit that would be quote-unquote real right now. How often had you found yourself wanting something to later realize you didn't actually want it, and you were glad that you never got it or never experienced it? How often do you have thoughts about a person or situation to find out you feel differently about it once you got some clarity? Unconditional love is all about surrender, acceptance, and allowance. Surrender to the things that you cannot change. Allow them to exist as they are, as they are meant to be. This doesn't mean giving up, quite the contrary. It means to no longer allow an outside influence to determine the vibration of our inner world. Acceptance is the allowance of all to be exactly as it is, knowing it is divinely created. Everything is exactly as it is meant to be, and you are exactly where you're meant to be. There are no bad or negative situations. There are only lessons, which are gifts. These lessons you had signed up for, agreed to, and contracted. You've created every specific detail of your life before you even incarnated to learn specific lessons of the self. We are all created in the divine image of the one creator, the nothingness that exists within everything. 
we are all extensions of source. We are the same, all on a path back to our true selves, allowing full authentic expression of our unique energetic signatures. Know that you are never alone because we are all divinely interconnected. Don't believe me? Look up quantum entanglement. Acceptance is the I understand. Allowance is the we are free to be. This is what it is. And surrender is the I am at peace with what is. All three work together. This is unconditional love in steps. To allow yourself to be exactly as you are in this current time space and to be totally at peace with it. There's no fighting, no demeaning words or thoughts. Shadow work is really important with this too, because it brings to light the subconscious beliefs and stories we tell ourselves without us even knowing, causing us to stray from self-love. Unconditional love to others mirrors this. Understand this, before incarnating on earth as an extension of source on a path of self-discovery and experience of self through infinite possibilities, you asked to learn and experience specific lessons. Some lessons require a quote-unquote villain to complete, like a dog that you're telling to not chew an electrical cord, but it doesn't stop until it actually gets shocked. Sometimes pain is required to learn. Another soul, another version of self, agreed out of love to be your quote-unquote villain so you could grow. This is done out of unconditional love. You are loved so much that another soul agreed to be the one to cause you pain, all because it is your desire to learn. For example, when you put a dog down due to old age or illness or quality of life, you do it out of love, right? Unconditional love. You want what's best for them, what they need to move on and grow, regardless of how it makes you look or feel. It's the same. Love your enemies, for they love you so much, their oversoul does, that they agreed to be the bad guy for you to learn. When you can forgive and love, you can see the lessons waiting for you to be learned. And that was my journal entry on unconditional love. Why did I write it? To be honest, I'm not quite sure why I wrote it. There's nothing around the journal as to why I did. I guess I just felt like journaling something and unconditional love is what had come up. And I know some ideas that I had set out there might be a little bit more like woo, I guess, but I'm a woo girl. So um, maybe some of it was a little bit denser, uh, a little bit harder to understand, especially when I get into like the law of one and how we're all one. I have another way that I had recently heard to explain the law of one a lot better than what this journal entry did. So I'll probably do that in a future episode. But at this point in my journey... I know I was like really, really, really in this phase of like understanding and trying to like integrate what the law of one was because at first it's like really mind bending. It really is. And it's like, okay, like I can kind of logically get it from a scientific standpoint, but like you're not feeling it in your body. Like you don't know it more than just logically. And it makes it kind of difficult to integrate that into a way of being when you don't feel it. So 
at this point when I was journaling, I do remember that I was learning how to feel the truth of what the law of one was because I logically understood it, but I was struggling to bring it down into my heart center to actually live it, to be it, to feel it, to understand it in that way. Um, and the law of one is like, again, I'm going to do another episode on this that has a better way of ex explaining it, but it's really, you know, feeling into what it, it's meant to be a part of everything, that everything is the same thing, just expressed differently. Um, and, you know, that was difficult for me to like bring down into my heart center. I had to do some meditating with it. And then I do remember the first time that like it clicked and it made sense. And I was like, oh shit, like I felt it. It's very powerful. Um, understanding the law of one on an emotional and spiritual level as opposed to just logical you got to start with the logic though because if not it's going to be harder <laughs> to understand in general um and for those of you who don't know what the law of one is um it is essentially the law of the universe stating that all creation is the same um it's the same energy just different expressions so uh raw is a sixth density social memory complex that is from Venus uh, about 2.6 billion years ago, even though time is just a construct, but they gave us a time. <laughs> and it was, this group was channeled by Carla Rucker. I hope I didn't say her last name wrong. Um, so Ra is like a is a collective energy that was speaking through someone to give information. And there's the different books about Ra, um, the Ra Law of One. I think there's like three. There might be more books. I have not read them. Um, I probably should, but I have heard that they are also kind of dense. So maybe that's why I haven't read them yet. Um, and for those of you who don't know what channeling is, channeling is essentially when someone allows a higher vibrational being to pass messages through their mind, uh, through their body. Um, and it's not like a scary thing. It's not possession at all. It's not like that at all. It's more of like someone gets into a meditative state and they just receive thoughts, like just thoughts come in and the person has control to like share it out. Um, if someone is like in a very deep trance, they're not going to remember it, but it's not like a possession or any weird shit like that. So don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> and you, when I, uh, when I started to learn about the law of one, which if you want to read the, the raw material, you can as well. But if, uh, you know, you're just starting to learn it, it might be a little bit dense. So maybe some like YouTube videos, things like that. Um, or just maybe I'll do the next podcast episode about the law of one. Um, but when I started, it took me a long time to get it from my logical mind down into my body. Um, I know that I still now, how I am currently, I have more space uh, available to integrate more of it because I know that there's still some parts of it that I haven't integrated fully, which is totally fine. I'm taking my time with it. But I do remember, again, that first time that I felt it, um, it was, it was, it's so it, I'm like trying very hard to like put it into words for you guys of when something moves down from logic into your heart center when you like learn something that way as a full body experience of like a knowing versus like oh I know but like a knowing like when you just like know that you should sign up for this class or you just know that this person's going to be really good for you or you just know that like this friendship had just 
like it needs to end like things like that like you know what i mean like there's a there's a logical knowing and there's like a a physical sense of knowing where sometimes you just know something and you don't know why or how you know something so when you're trying to bring something down from logic because it's something you've learned about like especially spiritual topics like this where like maybe you've heard about it first as opposed to like it came up through your body and you learned about it that way but when you hear something and then you try to make like logical sense out of it it can take some time to bring it from a sense of like learning of knowing to like knowing and uh knowledge (laughs) within your body um and the way i would describe it when it happens is like it just feels like gears are like turning and light bulbs are going off and like energy just like flows in. It's almost like a door was opened and it's just like, whoa, okay. Like I get it now. Like I can feel knowledge now. And I know that's kind of crazy to say, and maybe doesn't make sense, but if you have experienced that as well, I'm sure what I'm saying probably makes sense. And if you haven't yet, I would say take time to find a topic that you're interested in. So if it is like the law of one, or maybe it's about, um, uh, like how, like NLP, for example, or how like the brain acquires habits. So atomic habits, like read books like that, and then take a moment once you're done with it, or even in between, don't even wait till you're done. But like when you're done with a chapter, sit with it and like meditate on the idea of it. And when I say that, just like, just like close your eyes and breathe and think about what you had just learned and allow it to just kind of like simmer and cook within your body and see if it like starts to make more sense and drop down. And I know maybe that doesn't make a lot of sense right now, but if you start doing that and like meditating with a thought, you, you literally, if you're paying close enough attention to your body, will feel it move. (laughs) You'll feel it move in your body and you'll feel it start to like go down and like, your heart is going to feel like it's expanding more. Um, and then you might just have like a moment of like, aha clarity of like, Oh, I really understand that concept now. Um, that's my way of trying to explain (laughs) how knowledge moves down from the heart. I mean, from the brain, from logic into the heart, it's just a really beautiful thing to do. And if you haven't had that experience already, I definitely would say to try just to find something you're interested in that, pushes and expands your logical mind so not something you already like no no but maybe something you're just kind of interested in um to read on that and then to to meditate on it afterwards and see how just thinking about it and pondering on a topic will expand your consciousness even more than just reading it um it is definitely hard to put into words this experience just because the body um, speaks with like emotions, you know, and logic doesn't logic is hard facts. It's, it's words, it's numbers, and they're two different languages. You know, our body speaks a different language than our mind, which is beautiful in its own way and complicated in another way. Um, but that's, that's my job here (laughs) is taking things that don't really have words, um, and, trying to put words to them so that the message or the energy of the information can be shared. And in this journal, I have other quotations that I've highlighted too, that I was like, girl, that was channeled and that was good. And we like it. (laughs) And I'm going to actually share some of these over on my Instagram page. So if you're not already following, do yourself a favor, 
and follow your girl at Breakthrough and Bloom. And, you know, you're not only going to get tips and tricks and inspirational quotes, but you're also going to get to know me a little bit more. The behind the scenes, the woman behind the mic, you'll get to know more about me and my personal life and the things that I'm going through and the things that I'm doing um, and just become more friends. You know, you can reach out to me there and we can definitely connect and talk about anything that you've got going on. So that's what I wanted to pop on here today to share. So if you liked me sharing some of the things that I've written, let me know. Leave a comment, a review down below. I would love to know your thoughts. I would love to know if you would love to hear more of the things that I've written or I've thought through, learned through, grown through. And again, as always, if no one has told you this today, I am so incredibly proud of you. You're doing amazing, sweetie. And I love you. I love you. I love you. I'll catch you in the next one.